0: I don't know why y'all shushed yourself, like, run with that. Let's, let's
1: celebrate. Come on. Here we go. Let's sing a song. How you saved my soul,
0: saved my soul,
1: and I could dance a thousand miles because of your great love. My heart is bursting, Lord, to tell of all you've done, of how you changed my life and wiped away the past. I wanna shout it out Woo-hoo! from every rooftop, scene well, For now, I know that God is for me, not against me. I could sing unending songs. How you saved my soul. Save my soul. And I could dance a thousand miles because of your great love. My heart is bursting, Lord, to tell of all you've done, of how you changed my life and wiped away the past. I wanna shout it out Woo-hoo! from every rooftop sing. Well, now, now I know, I know that God is for me, not against me. I could sing unending songs, songs
2: of how
1: you saved my, my soul. Save my soul. And I, I could dance a thousand miles of because of your great love. And everybody's, everybody's singing, singing now. Cause we're so happy. Everybody's Everybody's dancing dancing now We're so happy If only we could see your face and see you smiling over us us. And unseen angels celebrate. Hey
2: The joys in this place place. Well
1: I I could could sing on ending songs saved my soul saved my soul and I could, I could dance a thousand miles because of your great love my heart is bursting, Lord, to tell of all you've done, of how you, how you changed my life and wiped my away my path. the past I want to shout it out from every root I've for Lord, now I know, I know that God is for me, against me now I could dance a thousand miles because of your great love. Well, I could sing unending songs. How you saved my soul. Save my soul. I could dance a thousand miles
2: because of your great love.
3: Walk around and say hi to everybody. Heavenly Father, I want to thank those folks that are here to hear your word today. I want to thank the praise team for practicing during the week and just bringing a joyful noise and a beautiful sound. Lord, I pray for these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.
2: All right.
1: Take a minute. Greet each other. Say hi to each other. We'll be back in just a minute. This one's for you, Ian. Why you ever chose me It's always been a mystery All my life I've been told I belong At the end of a life With all the other not-quites With all the never it rights But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time Cause Not I'm just, just a nobody, nobody Trying to, to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. Well, Moses had stage fright, and David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders, nobody would have chosen And to change the world Well, the moral of the story is Everybody's got a purpose So when I hear that devil start talking to me Saying, who do you think you are? I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody
2: All about somebody Who saved my soul you
1: rescued me You gave my heart a song to sing I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus
4: So let me go down, down, down In history As another blood-bought Faithful member of the family and if they all forget my name, well, that's fine with me. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. So let me go down, 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 down in history. As another blood-bought, faithful member of the family. And if they all forget my name, well, that's fine with me. I'm living, living for, for the, the world, world to, to see, see.
1: Nobody, nobody but Jesus I'm used yeah. no to nobody. nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody. somebody Who saved my soul Who saved my, saved my soul oh. since you yeah. me You gave my heart a song to Gave
4: sing. me a song to sing Living for
1: the world to see Nobody, nobody but Jesus, Jesus. Living
5: for the world to
1: see,
2: nobody but Jesus. Living for the world to see, nobody but
3: Jesus. I let Sunday school out early so we can stay in here all day if we need to. I like that song. So don't look up here at the praise team or me. Just hopefully you can see in our actions a little bit of Jesus. Hey, Brother Mosley. Listen here. I'm going to make you stand up. Will you do that for me? Watch this. Everybody say hi to Mr. Mosley. Okay. Thank you. Now, let me tell you something. He's a fellow Cherokee. Does that mean anything to anybody? Just, just, oh my gosh. I was just saying, just meet me and Jake over there. Now, watch this. This is what life should be about. Now, this is not me bragging, but I'm trying to make a point to us, right? I ever met you before? Have I ever met you before the other day? No, sir. What are you doing here? I can't you. Amen. Huh? Amen. Well, if, if, if you ever been with me, we go somewhere, I do try most of the time to talk to somebody about Christ, right? Amen. There was four of them. I, I got 25% of them here through the word of Lord, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's still successful, right? Yes. Amen. Anyway, any, anyway, we don't want nobody to see nobody but Christ in us, right? Yes. All right, I'm sorry to go off on that. Um, Frank and Stephen and help me out. Pat, one more, Mark, uh, Mark Collins. Just like that, let's hope and pray that they can turn one Inuit Indian into a Christian through the Word of God, huh? If they do any more now, great. They're going to have a little hunting fun, and they're bringing the Word of God to some Inuit Indians. So praise God. All right, so that's where they're at. Uh, Ian. I've been telling everybody he's going from International Falls. I'm trying to direct him that way. But as it turns out, he's going to be taken off in from uh, uh, Niagara Falls, a totally different area. I had cameras and everything waiting on him in International Falls, but he'd be somewhere else. <laughs> Let's keep him in our prayers. He's going to be bringing the Word of God on a bicycle from Niagara Falls all the way to Del Rio. All right? So keep him in your prayers. And I do have... Fall Festival candy donation. I'm not gonna worry about who's ahead because it looks like it's a little opposite than what it was. No, no, no. 471 total ounces for boys, 299. In my way of looking at arithmetic, the boys are ahead. Hey. I do wanna remind you about there's some ladies with two left feet. They're trying to make a left and a right to work, so they've started a dance deal on Wednesdays. Now, somebody wants to get mad at that. I'm I, I just, just saying, just saying. Anyway, so Wednesdays at 8, but also Wednesdays at 7. Uh, Ed's got a men's Bible study. We had a great turnout the last couple of weeks, which just goes to show there was a need for it, and there is a need for it, so praise God. Uh, if you can make it for that. That'll be enough of that. Ian, you want to come up? Ian's got our scripture reading. With you, right quick. Father, just lift up hand to you, Lord, with all his words, all he does, and all his works that all be the glorification of Christ, Lord. I pray for this in Jesus'
0: name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, hey, I get to talk with you one more time before I head out. So I love you. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, a couple weeks ago, my wife and I celebrated our eighth anniversary, and. I I do enjoy Broadway plays. Yes, I do have a soft spot in my heart. And my absolute favorite is Les Miserables. And it just so happened that the Broadway traveling crew came to San Antonio and were at the Majestic Theater. So my wife and I went to go see that and that was just a true blessing. And I think that that's my favorite Broadway play or play because to me it's just an absolute marvelous testimony of the grace of God. And it's interesting because God uses the wrath of man to praise him. This was based on a French novel by Victor Hugo released in nineteen—excuse me, 1862 and it was about a time period from 1815 to 1832, roughly two decades post the French Revolution where a lot of monarchy and aristocracy had been eliminated and humankind thought they were going to usher in a new era of Equality and fairness and justice for all. And in the words of King Solomon, there's nothing new under the sun and it's just kind of more of the same. Um, Most kind of descriptions of this play, you know, in the handbill or whatever, start out with something to the effect of a remarkable story of the victory of the human spirit. Now, if you take the humanistic standpoint where we are the end-all, be-all, that would seem to to make sense, that we can celebrate. Thankfully, that even people who are not saved do have some of, you know, God's Shekinah glory in them to an extent, and we have some of that. And, they you know, they think that that that's that's just kind of we we can explain it all, uh, um, you know, as far as that goes. But for I, I suspect that the majority, if not all of you, share my brother David's worldview where we cherish Christ in us. And he is our hope of glory. And I just wanted to share a quick um, kind of alternate, if you would, description of this. And so I wrote, Le Miserable is a remarkable account of redemption through a revelation of the love of Jesus Christ, producing an example of the triumph of God's love lived out over hate, despair, and rigid human self-righteousness. This story also presents a poignant multifaceted parody of the condition of the heart of mankind and the repercussions of his fleshly desires, sins, dreams, individual perspectives and aspirations lived out apart from the saving grace of Jesus Christ and an understanding of his heart and his providential power to accomplish his will through our lives. And so with that, I just want to watch the final three minutes of the closing scene. And this is from the 2012 rendition. That was a pretty star-studded cast. So here we go.
2: I will try
0: on this page.
2: I write
1: my last confession. Read it well. When I
2: at last am sleeping
5: It's the story Of one who turned from hating The man who only learned to love When you were in his
2: keeping Come
5: with me
2: Where chains oh. will never be. me lost behind you Lord in heaven look down on him in mercy forgive me all my trespasses and take me to your glory take my hand was spoken to love another person is to see the face of chain will be broken and all men will have their reward.
0: thank you lord so with that i'd like to go to the lord in prayer dear lord thank you so much that this is not just a representation of a human desire but that those who are in you and who know that you conquered death through your death on the cross that we know that one day all of this will be lived out that in the words of isaiah it says he shall judge between the nations and shall decide disputes for many people they shall and we thank you that in you Stand if you like to. Take a comfortable position of worship. Sing Mighty to Save.
1: Everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. Everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of a Savior.
2: The whole nation,
1: Savior,
2: He can
1: move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save
2: forever.
1: Author of salvation rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Take me as you find me. Take me as you find me.
2: All my fears and failures.
1: Fill my life again. I give my life to Father, everything I believe in. Now I surrender. I surrender. Savior, He can move the mountains. God is mighty to say, He is mighty to
2: save, forever author of salvation, He rose and conquered the
1: grave, Jesus conquered the grave. So we sing, shine your light. shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen
2: King. Savior, he can move the
1: my God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. For heaven, author of salvation, He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. He's our Savior. He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save mighty to say Forever author of salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered
2: the grave.
1: Dreams of mercy never ceasing, me. call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some me melodious sonnet sung by flaming tones above. Praise the time fixed upon
2: it, mount of thy reason.
1: Praise my Ebenezer Here by thy, thy help I come And I hope by thy good pleasure Safely to arrive at home Jesus sought me when a stranger Wandering from the fold of God Interposed his precious blood Oh Oh, to grace how great a debtor Daily I'm constrained constrained to be Let thy grace now like a fair Find my wandering heart to Thee, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love, here's my heart, Lord, take and seal
2: it,
1: seal it. To my heart to sing Thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet. Sung by flaming tongues above. Here's my heart, Lord. Take and seal it, seal it for Thy courts above. So here's my heart, Lord. Take and seal it, seal it for Thy courts above. I want to hear your voice, I want to know you more. And I want to trust you, I want to see your face, I want to know. Still
3: To Earl being here, but amen. amen. But first, we're going to have. Uh, if you've been treated to this before, you you get a second blessing. Uh, he has some spiritual dancing that'll be coming. Y'all ready?
5: Steal waters. He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. But sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past—hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Rescue me from myself, from my overthinking. Delivery. If you're listening out there, just repeat after me if you're struggling with your past and say, Let the Lord know. from heaven, it on down, so it is, it is so, amen, now when we pray, we want to end that with a declaration, a decree, so I'm speaking for all of you listening, starting here, starting now, the things that hurt you in the past won't control your future, starting now, this is a new day, this is your exodus, you are officially released. Now sing it for me, Leandria.
6: If y'all ain't felt the Holy Spirit by now, might be something wrong with you. If you see me setting tears right now, they're not tears of sorrow, they're tears of joy. Because every time I feel that Holy Spirit, it brings something inside of me that just you cannot explain. I know I'm in the right spot. I know I'm in the right place. I can feel Jesus' spirit right now. When you can shout sometimes and just say amen for no apparent reason, you know God is with you. Amen. I'm sorry. Every time I hear that spirit, I I, I lose it, y'all. I just, whoo. God has been so good to me. A thousand thank yous are not enough. Quick prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what our eyes have seen, Father. Now for what our ears need to hear. Father, bless this message in a special way. Have it reach or teach somebody, Father, to get them a little closer to you. That the words of our mouth be acceptable unto your sight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm going to be speaking from John chapter 10, verses 1 through 5. And I'm pretty sure Brother Stormy will appreciate this because it's from the King James Version. And it reads, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. When he put forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, and they know not the voice of strangers. Briefly, I'll be speaking from the topic of your communication with Jesus. We look at this world today and... Everybody has to be in touch. Communication is very important now. Uh, My kids, they laugh at me because back in my day, I thought I was really cool. I had a digital pager. See y'all laughing. Y'all been there, right? And, And if you really got sophisticated, you got one of them voice pages. Oh, you was top of the line. My kids laugh at that now. That was high tech. Now we've got these basically computers that are hung on our wrist. I got my phone in my back pocket. It's basically a computer and I curse it every day. (laughs) It don't act right. But that being said, communication is very important. And here is where we need to be careful. The devil is very smart. He knows the gospel better than we do. He knows our weaknesses better than we do. So as he found a way to get through some of us who our armor is not as tight or built as others, through the social media, Snapchat, all the other things, Facebook, that tell you how dated I am. They didn't move past that, but yeah, Facebook. All of those media outlets, what voice are you listening to? You have to be very careful. For the Bible says, and here is Jesus speaking. When he wants us to know something, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth the door, Into the sheepfold, but to climb some other way as a thief or a robber. You look at our youth today. Every time you see one of them, they're walking like this here. I mean, you see them in the store, you might see somebody you know. Hi, Bob. Yeah, how you doing? doing? Ain't looked up one bit. So you gotta wonder who are they communicating with? Who's getting their intellect? Who's getting inside of their mind? We have to be very aware of that on our own accord. Because I find myself sometimes straying off on the phone, straying off on the computer, instead of listening to Jesus. The devil comes as a thief and a robber. Now the sheepfold, understand, is a place of security. It's a place of presence of God. In the church could be a sheepfold. In your own spirit with Jesus is a sheepfold. That is supposed to be held intact. And the only one can get through that from the front door is Jesus. But we find ourselves letting things slip on the side, come in through the back door. You notice when the devil tries to attack you, he doesn't come face forward. It's always something that you least expect. And before you realize it, he's already got you. I like Jesus' analogy, how he uses a shepherd. Now, understand something, I'm a retired truck driver. I've been all over. But it says here about the thief. He is a master deceiver. He will manipulate your mind. He will allow you to think things that are really not there in order to get your attention to get you off your mission, to get you off your destination where God wants you to be. I delivered a lot of loads to um, Fredericksburg, Brady, Texas, all in that area. And there's a lot of land there. But unmistakably, it's not cow country, so to speak. It's a bunch of sheep. One day I got a load to deliver some building material to a farmer to build him a barn. And as I'm driving up to this here farm way out in the middle of nowhere, as soon as I parked the sheep, the truck, a bunch of sheep showed up. See, I'll tell you how many there are. they, they, They just flooded the truck. All I saw was white wolves, just sheep everywhere. Finally, the farmer comes out and he moves them away and said, don't worry, we're going to unload it. As soon as we unload it, they're going to be out your way. I'm like, yeah, okay, but they're just all over the place. Bad, bad, getting on my nerves. <laughs> but I noticed something about this farmer. He called one of the sheep, "Man, Mama, Mama Bell, come over here, come over here. Baby. Okay, one of them, you can name one. Then he got the name in this one here, Nanny Sue. Then he got the name in that one, Dolly. And that there is John, that's Leroy. I said, Ho, 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 hold, hold up. How do you know which one is which? They all look the same. Well, he says, no, this one has got a certain way her hair curls up. And this one here has a certain personality. And this one here has a certain walk. I'm like, well, I'll be that good. Then I go back to Jesus. He is the author and finisher of our faith. He made us. He knows every hair on our body. He knows everything about us. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our ups and downs. He knows whatever makes us happy, whatever makes us sad. He knows everything about us. He is our shepherd. And the whole time this farmer's explaining the different sheep, all I got on my mind is a wool sweater, mint jelly, and lamb chops. (laughs) I'm the thief. I've got no use for these sheep. But that is how the devil operates in our lives. He comes with an ulterior motive. Not for our good. No way possible. The robber is the one that is worse than a thief. He decides that, well, I can't get you by enticing you. I can't get you by tricking you. The best way I can do is bring some violence to your picture. I can bring mayhem. You know, like that commercial, the mayhem guy to tearing up everything. That's what he does. The robber brings destruction in your life. He brings things that upheaval in your life. you thinking one day everything's hunky-dory. Within that next minute, all held and broke loose. Who are you going to call? A lot of us ain't the ghostbusters. And the sad part about this is, what Jesus wants us to understand is we need to stay in contact with him. Because when we get our direction and instruction from him, it can't be unmistakable. Because God is not going to let you fall. He's not going to send you somewhere where he ain't already been. He's not going to send you somewhere by yourself. He's going to protect you step by step. He's going to be right there with you. Now, I, I, I say this. I'm a truck driver. retired. And I can safely say that I have sent a many young women in Houston to want to audition for the Bonner and Bailey Circus as a clown. Because, get this, when you lose your communication with Jesus, the destination that you need to go to, you're not going to get there. Because communication has an ulterior motive from Jesus. It's trying to get you to a certain place where he wants you to be. And if you lose that, you're not gonna get there. I can remember day by day, I would get loads going to Houston, and it never fails I would get them and be stuck right at morning traffic. Stop and go traffic. Would run me crazy, y'all. Never fails I'm looking, and always be a car sitting on the left side of me, a young lady, putting on her makeup. Cars and took off. She's still back there. I'm like, man, I got my blinker on, but she ain't, you know, she ain't listening. I hit the horn. She's still trying to do this and that. So finally, I just got a habit of it. My wife said, I'm glad you're off the road now. I would just start easing the truck over. <laughs> ease it over. She's still putting on makeup. She move up a little bit. Still putting on makeup. Finally, before she didn't realize it, she's looking at two tandems and i seen one in the mirror. She started with lipstick and it went all around here, circles here and there. Hey, you need to go to Barnum & Bailey. But what it is, she was worried about more about what she looked like instead of being prepared before she left to get to her destination. What we need to understand, when we talk to Jesus on a daily basis, he prepares us for our destination. Don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about what they say about you. God is already there at the end waiting on you. If you're prepared you've talked to him, everything is going to be all right. We need not get so hung up on these day to day things about how we look and how we should say things or how we should act. God has already taken care of that if you stay in contact with Him. Now, as y'all know, some of y'all, I've, uh, me and my wife have celebrated anniversary. Every day with me is an adventure, y'all. She need a medal. But I know I'm gonna get in trouble by saying this. Uh, yeah <laughs> you, you you know when when you don 't get the right direction and the right instruction, sometimes you 'll find out you have talents that you didn 't know you have now it 's amazing that women listen to Jesus real well, but they don 't listen to husbands at all <laughs> i <laughs> I am a country boy. When Hank Williams Jr. came out with a country boy will survive, that was my national anthem, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna make it no matter what. So, and I started out early in life. I, I used to get haircuts pretty, you know, pretty regular. It's five dollars. Ain't no big deal. Now this was before the Lord called me, y'all. And they start creeping up to seven. I got a little worried. Then they got to ten. Okay, Houston, we got a problem. You're dipping into my beer money now. I can't. We got we got a problem. This poor God called me, y'all. I'm trying to rationalize this. So I said, "Well, I know what I'll do. I'll just buy my own razor and cut my own hair. How hard could it be? It got guards on it. No big deal. I mean, I can't mess this up. So as I got to cutting, I noticed one thing. I couldn't edge up the back. So I had a bright idea. I said, "Hun." Could you come help me a second? <laughs> I need you to edge up the back. She says, I don't know what I'm doing. I said, oh, it's easy. You take the clippers. You got a line right here and edge it up. And I'm going to sit in the chair. And you just edge me up. Everything be good. She said, That's that all I got to do? I said, that's it. You put the clippers right there and just edge it up. That's all you got to do. I sat down. And I should have noticed there was a problem from the start because people of my combination of things have real tight curls here in the back. We call that the kitchen. Them curls don't let go too easy. I noticed something was wrong when I sat down. She said, you ready? I said, yeah, I'm ready. It was two sounds I didn't hear. I didn't hear the click of the own button and I didn't hear the buzzing of the razor. She put that at the bottom of my neck. I come out of that chair, ee-hee, sound like Michael Jackson. Hey, we cannot do that. But here's the thing, when you get direction and instruction from Jesus, he does not leave anything out. Everything is calculated. Everything is for its purpose. Everything is step by step. You cannot fail. But when it comes to man, we leave things out. I forgot to tell her about, you need to cut it on. She has never touched my head since. (laughs) But here's the thing. When you get direction from Jesus, it's divine. It's got a purpose. It's unmistakable. It's unimaginable. Jesus wants us to be better than we are right now. He wants us to move from one place to another. Just like the song Deliver Us. Deliver me, Lord, from what I'm going through right now. Deliver me to where you need me to be. Because I guarantee you where you need me to be, you're going to be right there. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. I know that for a fact because I'm living it right now. I may have some rough times. I may have some low points, but all I do is call on Him, and everything seems to be all right. I tell y'all, I'm a quarter horse. I like that. These dealings are the first and two verses, the thief and the robber. But here is where I like this: the third verse, what it has here. The second verse actually, but he that entereth by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. The third verse, to him the porter openeth, the sheep hear his voice and call on his name. By name he leads them out. When we go to pray, when you kneel down, you kneel, do what you do, your secret closet, all of us fall short of this. We pray and we ask God to take care of this. We pray and ask God, will you help me with this here? We pray and ask Jesus, Lord, will you, will you, will you see me through this problem? Will you, will you bless this person? Will you do this? Will you do that? And then we get up. I challenge each and every one of you today that when you pray to Jesus today, tonight, whatever, I hope it's today and not tonight because we might not have tonight. When you pray to Jesus and you really want to hear him, after you get through praying, just shut up. Don't say one word. Just sit there. Be quiet. And I guarantee you, he will speak to you. I guarantee you, it'll be a voice that you know it'll be something familiar he will direct you in that voice he will let you know where you need to go he will let you know that everything's going to be all right you may have some ups and downs but i'm right there with you he will let you know once you be silent he will speak to you it reminds me of a story of myself And, and 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 i i i these Three months are kind of dear to me, these months we're coming up in, because a lot of my family members have passed on within these months. Coming up two weeks from now, probably, yeah, my grandfather, Melvin D. Warren, I called him Mimi. I was blessed enough to be around this man. Taught me everything I know. He lived some 94 years actually rode my horse at 93 years old, and I had to get him off. He didn't want to get off the horse, but he is a cowboy if there ever was a cowboy. And I say that when I talk about family members that have passed on. I don't speak about them in the past tense. Because if you're a Christian and you believe in God and you understand that Jesus died for our sins so that we may have a right to the tree of life, you know that they're not past tense. They're just living on in a different dimension. They're still around. But I'm reminded of a story about listening to the voice. Some years ago, I, I, I decided that I wanted to be Joe Beaver and Fred Whitfield all wrapped up in one. I'm going to start calf roping again. But the problem was, the horse that I had, well, she was like that, 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 that um, candy bar. Sometimes I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't. <laughs> one day she would work just as beautiful, and the next day I'd walk to the stall and she'd look at me like, what you doing? <laughs> you ain't coming in here. Yeah. Not going to work out. So I go to my grandfather, I say, you know what, I'm really looking for a good roping horse. Meem, if you could help me out. Well, sure, I'll get you one. Now, mind you, he's a cowboy from way back. He feels that... You need to keep a horse scared of you. That way you can control him. In my analogy, that doesn't work right because the horse weighs 2,000 pounds. I'm 170. In that fight, I think I'm going to lose. So I'm going to be his friend. I address this in a very different manner. But anyway, I have him look for me a horse. And one day he calls me and says, Tiger, won't you drive me to this barrel race? It's over there, Seguin. I said, okay. So we go over there to Seguin. I want you look at that horse right there. I'm looking at the horse, and I'm looking at this lady trying to get on the horse, and right away I'm saying, <clears throat> no. There is no way. She's beating the horse out of the trailer. Load him up, unload, trying to put a saddle on him. He's running round and around, and he got two people holding him while she gets on the horse. I'm like, you want me to look at this Oh, no, 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 no. He did the barrel pattern, he He didn't ran the barrels real good. He come back through and kept running down the other aisle. I mean, I said, oh, Lord, no. We don't need to talk to this one here. So I drive him home. And he's, he's pumping it. That's a good horse. I said, no, 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 no. And I, I'm not too fond of the lady riding the horse. Two weeks go by, he called me again. True story. I got a problem. I need you to take me a friend of mine. She have three coats that them broke loose and they all out in the pasture and she can't get them. And uh, we're gonna have to go round them up. I said, okay, uh, we can't take my horse cause she crazy. Uh, do we have a horse? Oh yeah, they got horses. Now he neglected to tell me that it was the same lady at the ball race and the crazy horse that they couldn't stop running. We get over there, and right away, my, my spirit just, I said, oh, God, no, man. My grandfather, he gets the good horse. Well, Tiger, that's your horse right there, so. Oh. And the lady, she's trying to tell me how to go get him. I said, you know what, you just sit over there. For five minutes, I'm sitting there. We're going to be friends. <laughs> you don't hurt me, I don't shoot you. And we, we're going we, to be all right. So I got his trust. I put my saddle on, put my bridle on. The lady said, well, no, we got to get two people because he's going to go round and round. I said, huh? I learned from my grandfather. I just grabbed the bridle, pulled him here, flew up in the saddle. I took off with him because my grandfather, he's two fields away. I'm trying to catch up to him. Been with that horse for three hours. We got the, the, the renegade horses, got them back. They followed us back. My grandfather said, I keep telling you that's a good roping horse. Yeah, okay. Got back, and that lady says, You know what? That horse seems to like you. You can buy that old no good son of a gun. I said, Really? How much? $400. I said, Boy, look here. I was grabbing 20s and 10s, everything I had. Here. Came back, and got him the next morning. I worked with that horse for two, three months. We were going to Quero. We was going to little backyard rodeos and roping. Look here, this horse made me look like Fred Whitfield. I couldn't rope to save my life. But he was so quick out of the chute, you, all you had to do is just throw the rope on. <laughs> my problem was, once I caught the cow, <laughs> that was a whole other issue. But word got around. This lady had word of him doing real good in the roping no bad habits very well mannered can't be the same horse so unbeknownst to me and luckily i came off the road pretty quick i noticed a trailer familiar and a pickup in my grandfather's lot where i stayed right away i got out of the truck and i said what's going on oh tiger she wanted to know if she could use streak uh for a 4d barrel race i'm like what oh oh but I already told her she could, she could buy. I said, you did what? So I'm trying to respect my grandfather. This is my elder, y'all. I'm like, no, man, uh-uh, no. So I told her this here. If she can get the horse to come to her, she can use it. What? So Streak is out in the middle of a field in a pasture we have back there. He's eating, grazing. She's standing at the gate. The gate is open. She's out there, and my grandfather said, no, we're going to sit right back here. I said, man, I'm, now by this time, I'm boiling. I'm boiling over. She's hollering at the top of her lungs. Streak! Streak! He looks up, switches his tail, and keep on eating. He ain't even thinking about it. He ain't going over there. She's hollering and going on, and my grandfather says, i tell you what. Uh, you, you you done? He won't come. He looks at me tight. Call your horse, but don't yell. Just call your horse. So what? Just call your horse. I love street. That's as loud as I said. It. His head come up, ears perked up. He made a beeline through that gate, come and slide right before me and put his head right on my shoulder. Right in my chest, right here. My grandfather looked at the lady. Well, I guess you got your answer. You need to leave now. Grandfather came to me and says, Look, let me tell you something. That horse knows you. He knows your voice. He knows that you're going to take care of him no matter what. Nobody's going to hurt him because of you. He'll only listen to you. I stopped by to tell you that, that that is the same way Jesus does us. We know his voice. We will run to him. We won't run to a stranger. We need to keep our direction and our communication clear with God to understand that anybody else who tries to call us to get us off of our mission we will not listen to. We understand that God has something laid up for us in heaven if we continue to do what he wants us to do. We continue to walk the way he wants us to walk, live the way he wants us to live. Don't you know God has been good to us. Woke us up this morning. We didn't have to have the right to that. He allowed that to happen. Breath in our lungs. Come on, give God some praise. Ain't God good to you? Help me bless you this day. Amen. Amen. Now is a pretty good day that if you don't know Jesus, today's a good day to know him. Get your prayer life right. If you feel that your communication is off, Get back to the word, because God has something laid up for you. I'm not going to tell you that every day is going to be hunky-dory. There's going to be days that God throws you curveballs, and I'm pretty good. He's throwing me a lot of them. But it's a test to see, will I give in? And I may get upset for 15 seconds, but as soon as I go down on my knees and come back up, I may have a few tears. But I know that God will take care of everything that beholds on me. He's my all in all. He's my life. Everything that I have is with him. If I lose everything today, I still got Jesus. If people talk about me like, you know, I'm not everything but a child of God, that's all right. I still got Jesus. If, if, if the building were have blow up, that's all right. I still have Jesus. Amen. Amen. Brother David. Uh, our altar call. It is now time for our altar call. And if you just need a church home, this is a good one. Amen. But God wants to know you. He wants to be in contact and communication with you. And I dare every one of you that when you pray, and after you say your prayers, just be quiet. He'll speak to you. Amen?
3: Along with your lives, uh, uh, a wonderful job. Amen. And thank you all for hearing Pastor Earl here. Uh, I believe it was a treat. We didn't know he was a rover, but that's <laughs> actually fine. And uh, just to bounce off something that he said Jesus does know our voice. <laughs> and I, I just have to concur with him. To, to, to get on in this life, how can you dare? do that? calling on Jesus in every trial, and tribulation, and praising Him, and every good thing that happens.
6: Oh, uh, Pastor Frank, uh, I was supposed to know. On the 19th of October, uh, some men came with me to the retreat. We had a picture So, if uh, some men are able and wanted to assist <coughs> um, Between my church, this church, and another church in Seguin, I'm going to fix some fish dinners, 50 per church, for families that are strung out, can't find a church home, don't know Jesus, just to let them know that you're here on this hill. God is waiting. Y'all want to help me? Just meet me after church, amen? We're going to do it on October the 19th here in the, the kitchen over there.
1: When I, when I survey, survey. All about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you've rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. Well, Moses had stage fright. David brought a rock to a sword fight. You picked 12 outsiders nobody would have chosen, and you changed the world. Well, the moral of the story is, everybody's got a purpose. So when I hear that devil start talking to me, saying, who do you think you are? I say, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul ever since you rescued me you gave me a song to sing i'm living for the world to see nobody but jesus I'm living for the world to see nobody but jesus so let me go down down down
4: in history has another blood-bought faithful member of the family if they all forget my name, well, that's fine with me.
2: I'm living
1: for the world to see, nobody but Jesus.
2: So Let's let me go, go down, down, down in history.
4: As another blood, bought painful member of the, the
1: family. Never want to be and If they all forget my name, well, well that's fine, fine with me. Living for the world to see Nobody, nobody but Jesus. Jesus I'm just a nobody, nobody.
6: Trying to tell everybody,
2: everybody
1: All about somebody To save my, soul. Oh, save, my,
2: save my soul Ever
1: since you rescued me You gave out a, a song to sing Living for the world to see Nobody, nobody but Jesus, Jesus. Living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. Living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus.